Uh, all right, we're going to do the intro, and it starts... Oh, come on, don't do that now. Okay. And the intro starts like this. Folks, hello, this is Tavin Allen, host of Comedy Above the Pub. This cat peed you and me. The pub is fake, the guests are real virtual, but real. Um, I am joined by my producer, Darcy Finder. How are you, sir? I'm great, Todd. Yeah, you, you look great. Um, we did, we, uh, there are many things that happened during this episode, uh, with the lovely and talented Bobby Knopf, who is right Hello. here. There it you are. It was a blast having, um, being here. We had, here. <laughs> we had, we had consistent cat presence, uh, in Bobby's screen there. Uh, I don't know, Darcy, if you saw it, we had a, your wife uh, sighting. Um, she just yes, kind of, yeah, I noticed she snuck there. Yeah. She just kind of breezed in, looked out the drapes and went, mm, streets are filled with people I don't care for. And then she left again. That's um. Oh, we don't. Things you should know about uh, Darcy just now. Uh, he just uh, emailed me. He's decided he is now virulently racist. So <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Bobby, it is uh, so great having you here. It is. It was so much fun. So damn fun. Uh, and I love the fact that we learn in this episode that you and I can hang now. <laughs> Yes, we both live in Ottawa. So great. Um, so we talk about your move to Ottawa in this. Uh, we talk about watching comedy for homework. Yep. Um, three white guys have hot takes on Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And felt-based comedy. Is there? We answer that question today. Um, Bobby's album is called uh, Rock Bottom. Did I get that right? Rock Bottom? Rock Bottom. There we yep. go. Uh, and uh, you can collect that. That'll be in the show notes. I'll put that in there so you can go and pick that up. Uh, make sure you check out his date. Where do people find your dates and deets uh, for your uh, for your shows that are coming up? Uh, pretty much on my Instagram. That's where okay. they can find the most of them. So Great. that is at Bobby Knuff and Cats. Good. Uh, for, uh, my dates, I don't think I mentioned this at the, uh, the end of the episode, uh, you can find, uh, cause I've got a whole bunch of stuff coming up in November, including, uh, Wednesday, October 20th, which is a Facebook live version of write em up. Uh, you can find all the dates and deets at Facebook, no, at, uh, heyestva.com slash calendar. Okay. Let's get out of here before I screw up this anymore. Uh, here's Bobby, here's Darcy, here's me, and here's the music that starts the whole damn thing. As soon as the thing opened, as soon as, as soon as the thing opened, you stretched. Bobby gave us a, a little a little stretch, right? Uh, and that's and then that's when I saw one cat, and I went, "Oh, that's cute. You got a you got a cat." And then he showed off the second one. There we go. What are the names, please? This one is Larry David. Yep, of course. And that one is Chewbacca. Okay, or che- Chewy. Tell me that isn't the crossover episode of whichever show it is that we need to see. Oh my God! You got to see. I'll get it later, but I have this painting in the room with my cats and who they're named after, uh-huh. all together in a room. And it also has my first cat who'd passed away, so it has a little halo around its head. And that cat's name was Scully. Okay, so it's Agent Scully oh. with my cat Larry David with Larry David <laughs> Chewbacca and Chewie. Nice. Agent's head popping in, and they're all hanging out in the living room. It's the best painting. Oh, I That's would. Ad- I would. I would adore. Adore. If one day uh, you had some project that was in your house, so there's cats milling about, and Larry David was part of it, and just just to film that reaction, oh, just to, just to film the reaction, 
So uh, you, you, you named the cat after me. <laughs> you named it. Lots of names. That's always a dream. That's lots. the first thing. Like if I ever meet him, I'm like, hey, my cat's named after you. Lots of <laughs> lots lots of different names you could have picked, Bobby. Lots of lots of names could have picked. So many different names. Does it does it resemble me? Does it what what does it do? What? Uh, no, it's not how bald. Does it... it actually has a lot more hair. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a dick. So sometimes. A so dick we're doing bald jokes now, Bobby. Crazy. That's what we're doing. We're doing bald jokes. I see. I see. You enjoy Hollywood. You enjoy working yeah. in it. Never happening again, friend. Never happening again. Um, oh, I don't know whether that was the bur- the best or worst Larry David impression I've ever done in my life. Um, it, was, it was pretty good. It, uh, I watched I'd some- quickly follow it up with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Well, that's perfect because Larry did Bernie. Yeah, you know what it is, and it it is. It was Larry doing Bernie. That's what you just. That's that's what what it was doing. (laughs) Let me tell you about the Zoom. The Zoom is a big problem we have right here. They're always telling you, oh, it's being recorded. This might be live streamed. Might be live streamed in the set. Let me tell you something. Yes. We are going to live stream. There's going to be tons of infrastructure. And if you don't think that the rich are not going to pay for this streaming, you have another thing coming. Now, I love the blitzes at Schwartz's. That's your only bone to pick was the cat? No, no. It was the it was the stretch with a book in hand that I went, oh, this literate fucker. Um, what you, I was tempted to turn my computer, actually. <laughs> To have my bookshelf behind just uh-huh. to look like, mm, you see that? That is that is the biggest tell for everyone on uh, uh, on uh, on Zoom calls and stuff like that. It's like everyone tries to find the smartest wall in the house <laughs> <laughs> and just put it there. See, for this, I'm like, nah, this is just where my computer is. Yes. Whatever's back there is mm-hmm. back there. But like for my first therapy session, honest to God, I made mm-hmm. sure the books were behind yes, it. So you then did. I'm like, want them to know that uh-huh. I'm well read. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do love that your creation space is also your cat's bathroom. I love that. It made the most sense. The apartment's not that big. So it was like kitchen, creative space. I think I can deal. I don't want to eat it. Uh Uh-huh. Deal with the fumes. Makes Uh, me stay on top of it, though. It's pretty clean all the time. Yeah. So, um... What uh what what book were you reading? What do, what did we catch you in the middle of when, uh, when uh, we started that's, the call? That's so good. That's why I was like, oh, I got a couple minutes. I'll get a couple more pages yep. in. It's Station mm-hmm. Eleven. It's actually uh, Canadian. It says uh, so on the sticker. Author. Yeah, uh, Summer of Canadian Reading. It's oh, it's old. Not that old. It's only like uh, five years old. Okay. And it's weirdly, uh, it's about like a epidemic pandemic that kind of clears out. 90 more than 90 percent of the world's population and then it follows this theater troupe 20 what? years after but then bounces back and forth between before it happens so it was like wild reading it i was just took a train from toronto this morning i was visiting bobby Mayer actually oh how was uh, our bobby yeah he's in town for a couple of days from england so we had a lovely time with uh, another friend of ours kevin and we had a great day and then i took the train back today it was just so weird reading a book about a pandemic and looking around, having everyone had right. masks on on the uh-huh. train and just like reminding of the beginning of the pandemic. And then uh-huh. this one, obviously, the death toll is so it was just and it's just really well written and beautiful because it's also about like this theater troupe. So right. as a performer and a writer and everything, it's just kind of like and a friend told me actually a friend that I was hanging out with Kevin told me to read it because he told me he's like oh this is kind of like one of your ideas where i almost don't want to say it, i don't want someone to steal it but it's like someone who starts stand up back up in the apocalypse right which because like, that would be the first art form to come back yes it, it would nothing there's no question there's no yeah. we, we did it in backyards and over this 
Exactly. So it'll and, come back immediately. Yeah, and, and we're still doing it over this. I'm doing it. I'm doing it Wednesday. To the on listener Zoom? and the viewer, we are doing a write em up on Wednesday at nine. So, well, I think I did a write them up over Zoom. You damn I? right you did. Yes, I did. Yeah, yes, near the did. beginning. It's time is all. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, I have been saying pretty much since March of 2020 that time has folded in on itself, and now everything feels like eight years ago and yesterday, all at the same time. Yeah, it's all just yeah. Uh, let me see. When did uh, uh, Senior Kanoff? You were on July 30th. That's when you um, came on. This year or last year? Uh, July 30th, uh, 2020. Okay, I was so, going to say, I'm like, I should have remembered if it was only a couple Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Um, it, it, was, it was last year, and uh, uh, that was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was at a time where uh, we, we thought masks were going to save us. <laughs> yeah, that's when we were still like, you know, who knows? Like, well, by the fall, things will be back to right. normal. <laughs> You know what? Two weeks and we're good. It'll just take. Yeah, that was two my weeks. favorite at first. I remember two being weeks. in Yucks. That memory keeps popping up in my brain. It was at a Yuck Yucks, one of the last shows with like full uh, capacity. Not that it was sold out, just I mean, like that we could have full capacity. And then hearing that like next week's shows were getting canceled or maybe getting canceled, and then people being like, "It'll probably be a couple weeks," right? And then it's being like, "I don't know," like. Right. That's not how. And then here we are. Yeah, we um we were all in Betty's for the anniversary show, um, watching the everyone's phone lit up saying the NBA was canceled. And so that was the first yeah. thing that everyone made yeah. everybody take everything seriously. Yeah. yeah. That when, was actually what we were talking about. Yeah. I'm just not a sports guy, so that didn't pop out as yeah. much in my memory. But as soon as you said that, that's when mm. the other comics were like, Whoa. Right. The Games are getting canceled, mm-hmm. this and that. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, that must, yeah. this is big because that's a thing that doesn't stop. Right. You know? <laughs> I, I can't wait. Like, I, I wish I could live like an extra 200 years to be a sage for this so that when they're writing comments. It literally looks like a cat is climbing into your head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've never, I got a new cat tree and I haven't done a Zoom call since I got that a week ago. So I, when I positioned this, I didn't. Hey, this was never a problem. It's okay. This is hilarious. It's a, first first of all, and by the way, it really fits your. It matches your hair nicely. Oh yeah, Larry and I. The, the Larry David is. We're twins. So I have to ask: Did you did you get the cats to match your hair? Was that <laughs> was that a thing? Oh, my uh, sister's cats had kittens, and then that was the one I took because my old cat that passed away had uh-huh. red hair, and I was like, "Well, I'll take another ginger cat." Okay, we got to stick together, as right. brothers. Um, what made you just decide you needed another cat tree? Another cat tree? Just, yeah, that, just they won't. It's share. hard to tell, but this one goes a little taller. The other part that you can't see is like beyond the frame, where it goes up mm-hmm. a little bit more. And then this one was starting to like they're destroying it a bit more, and it just has more levels. And they were just, I was just like, we were planning on moving soon, so I'm like, oh, it'll be in like two separate rooms, so they can get near the windows or whatever. I just wanted to be like, I want to treat them. I, I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like these cats deserve uh, deserve a little treat. Oh yeah. Okay. Production note on the fly, Darcy. I think you're coming yeah. in a little hot. Is that right? I think you're coming in a little hot. I think. Um, or is it me? No, no, you're fine. No, no, Bobby, you're good. You're good. Darcy's a uh, he's coming in a little hot. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Um, I wish. Uh, getting back to the NBA thing. 
uh, where everyone just went, what? Um, I, I would love to live 200 years from now to help them write the history books. So they'd be like, okay, so you were there. Um, who were the leaders that really drove uh, social justice and managing the pandemic? Was it the leader? Oh, no, the leaders were insane. Okay, <laughs> I see. Uh, well, uh, was it, was there any uh, health organizations? Oh, they were, be- they were being undermined by uh, social media. Okay, so who – the NBA, you say? Really? <laughs> the sports league? Hmm, That's okay. what everyone took seriously. Yeah. yeah. So, well, surely they didn't do, they didn't help with Black Lives Matter. They did help with Black Lives Matter. I see. Okay. <laughs> Not much like they can't history do. History books, everything's documented all the time from everybody clicking Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. Um, you know, social media. You bet it's the truth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to get off it more and more. I know. And it's like, I know. we need it more and more. <laughs> I, uh, uh, I have been trying to limit my doom scrolling uh, at night, um, but uh, I go, oh, you know what? I'll, um, I'll 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 stop scrolling through Twitter and stuff like that. You know what I'll do? So I'll watch the news, <laughs> or even better, you know what? I'll treat myself to some uh, entertainment. How about a closer look by Seth Meyers? That should help <laughs> me. Oh, ooh, that was too tense. You know what? I'm just gonna watch John Oliver. That's right. Last week tonight. That'll coast me right into oh, some yeah. happy places. My girlfriend likes that a couple of those, and I'm like, I, it's I can't anymore. And especially after I started doing comedy, I noticed I started watching a lot less comedy. Yes. The more I started doing it, like as a job, and not mm-hmm. just that. Like at the start, I was like still obsessed with it, and every new album, I was like trying to get my hands on and like keep my finger on the pulse, like right. of comedy all the time, and then like. The more and more I did it, like I check in every once in a while or like someone I something new that someone was talking about or an old favorite did something new. But I just like don't know as much now or don't watch it as much. I'm just like reading a lot more. Right. Like just like tons of books that I've just been wanting to like read or new stuff, mm-hmm. like trying to keep current on different things. And I was like, got my, got myself my a library card again. And I've been like going back and forth between like buying books. And mm-hmm. I was just. So I've just been cramming all that in as right. much as I can and like trying to downplay my screen time. You uh well, not to increase the screen time, but now you got a library card, you got access to Canopy. What's that? That is a streaming uh movie <laughs> service that oh, is really? given to you by the library. All you need to do is sign up with the library card and it gives you kind of like uh like um criterion collection type Ooh, like like so well, it's I- I'm a big film fan. Yeah, so so, so like instead of let's say like um, uh, instead of Tiger King, uh, they would give you Big Night or Casablanca or something like that. Like if if, if there's ever like a movie that you go, you know what, this classic just kind of went through my fingers and I just kind of missed it. Go to Canopy. Yeah. Nice. I always kind of go. This is this is usually what happens is uh, at the top of weekend. Go okay. We're coming into a weekend, and they usually send a things to watch this weekend email of like all the uh, things is like ooh a foreign film that looks interesting. I'll put that into the old watch list, and uh, oh you know what I've never seen the third man all the way through. You know what we'll add that to the list. That'll be <laughs> fine. And then uh, I end up on the couch, and then I'm in five deep into Squid Game. So. <laughs> Yeah, I pounded through that pretty quick. I used mm-hmm. to, before the pandemic, I was still one of the last people, I think, renting physical DVDs. Yes. <laughs> like at Bay Street Video. I moved, I don't know if you knew, I moved to Ottawa in November. So, like, I'm oh. not in Toronto right now. Well, get behind me because I was here uh, last May. 
I can't well, believe. Yeah. Well, okay, I can't believe we're in the same city now. It's Darcy that's the foreigner on this call. So wait, so you're in Ottawa as well? I'm in Ottawa. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, we got to get together. Yes, man. we do. Yes, we. This do. is crazy. This is hilarious. That the first time we're getting together is over Zoom. <laughs> well, I didn't make an announcement about it or anything. Uh huh. I just kind of like, kind of like left in the dark kind of thing in right. November. My girlfriend and I needed jobs because Toronto was just bleeding us dry sure. without. She was working at a couple restaurants. I was doing stand-up and acting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she had, was living here before, so she's like, we can get a couple jobs here. Right. Her brother got me a job in construction for a bit, and that was crazy. I was putting up siding outside in the winter. Oops. From, no- from November to March, I was just like, what a yeah. stark difference this was for me being yes. like i have a western tour plan to i'm putting up siding in ottawa in the winter like what like oh thank god i got sober before the pandemic oh my god i probably would have drank myself to death uh-huh. accidentally just from just like, uh-huh. like uh. i so we had like a whole bunch of renovations that happened in and out of the house and they were constantly getting like you know day laborers in to to do this like in the place we moved into, and uh, boy, wouldn't have that have been awkward if you know you know nine a.m. happens and then we're oh, okay here's the crew for today, Bobby, and I <laughs> would have been just hey I was enjoying it for the first little bit and then I was like I'm still doing a different thing now I quit that one and sure. now I'm doing like carpentry that's cool which is like a lot more fun and not as like just cookie cutter put the siding because i was doing siding on those like developments that were exactly the same yep it's a bunch of those big houses uh-huh. like in those places where it's just a big field that they've plowed down yep. and, and they're that all the same Carlton so as place. soon as you build one up you just turn around and you, you do the next one and it just got yeah. very like after the little first little bit of like learning a new skill and being mm-hmm. outside i was just like i can't find the silver lining anymore i gotta get out of this <laughs> things like uh started coming back show wise and stuff right. and then i started doing carpentry on the side because a buddy here in ottawa was like you want to help me with this thing and then i liked that actually right and it's like kind of like a good skill that i'm like i would like to do this on the side kind of thing like i'm actually enjoying it as opposed to the siding thing that was a i need something so i don't like i just have a job right now mm-hmm. my uh uh my wife has um she she has seen me try to do work around the house and that's when she went. So I'll call builders. I'll... <laughs> I was actually I was surprised because I've never like thought of myself as that. Never was handy mm-hmm. like that. I've done like physical labor jobs, like worked at a warehouse and lifted a bunch of stuff. So I wasn't afraid of like being too weak. But I right. was just like, I gotta do stuff, and like this is gonna be the outside of someone's house, and we're the last step. Like this is gonna be seen. Like are you sure? Like okay. And I right. got I was getting pretty good at it, and then I just was like I. I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh. Well, well, here's the thing too. Um, you 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 touched on it. Um, Ottawa gets cold and dark. Oh God, that was what was so sad was leaving yeah. in the morning in the dark mm-hmm. and going home in the dark home at night, yeah. and you're just like, what? Just ha-? and it, yeah, so cold. Right. Like, I thought Toronto was cold, but like, oh no, Ottawa and Toronto gets cold in that like way that it just like all comes in the downtown and stays within the buildings and yes. it's frigid but like ottawa is just open mm-hmm. tons more snow and just frigid yes like it was it the cold in ottawa seems vindictive yes like it's, it's just like 
fucking year out here. Yeah, like in Toronto, it was, seemed like, it seemed very like like you say, just like ah, swirling and like we're intruding on it. You know, it's like ah, okay, well, this is the way yeah. it's gonna go. Whereas in Ottawa, it just feels like there he is, and then <laughs> it, it just tackles you like that. I know. And a couple of times I was like up on a stage. I, I laughed at myself so many times that people thought I was crazy where I was like getting back on the stage again, Bobby, because that's what it's called when it's yes. the outside of the with the scaffolding right. stuff or whatever. No, it's not scaffolding. It's a stage when it's these two poles, super rickety. And then these huge gusts of wind come. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and he went, here's the craziest part is that I've been doing stand up now for like since I was 19 and now I'm 34. Right. And I was like doing it and getting paid and professionally, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not like I was like huge or like getting every festival or anything like that, but like doing it consistently enough and voice work and stuff like that and commercials. But then even still, when I got this job doing siding, some Thunder Bay people were like, almost like, Oh, finally. Like it was like this weird, like <laughs> fucking serious. You can't not like what? Like, because everyone was waiting for that when people go into the arts when you're from like a northern Ontario yes. town, or pretty yes. much, I guess, in a lot of small towns, unless people are really supportive of you, they're just kind of like, well, give that a shot and then see you at the mill. Yeah. Or like, give that a shot or see you go back to school and get a real job kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. Something like that. And then it was like, oh, you're doing it. And then finally, it was like, okay, well, <laughs> well, you've finally seen the light. It right. took a pandemic, but like, you could, and I was just, they were just like, good for you. It's good right. to get some skills. I was like, what the hell have mm-hmm. I been doing for 14 years? It's just a different <laughs> set of skills. Right. Like, See, uh, when you hit my age, because I also got that, um, I'm at the stage right now where it's like, well, that's what he does. You know, that's <laughs> like, it's it's not a, hey, congratulations on getting a thing or whatever. It's just like, oh, that's what Van Allen does, whatever it is. Yeah. And so that yeah. if I went into construction, stuff like that, the I would immediately get the, are you okay, pal? Messages. <laughs> and it's like, like, you're still married and stuff, right? Like, yes, yes, we're just, I'm just, uh, I, I wouldn't live in the houses that I'm a part of the project of, but for sure. Um, <laughs> well, a couple of friends were like, like, those guys were like, oh, good for you. And then some friends were concerned, like, are you drinking again? Right, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, okay? Yeah. Like, like, no, I'm actually fine. I'm uh-huh. going strong, not drinking, not on the drugs anymore. Yep. Like, actually quit smoking. <laughs> Weirdly <laughs> enough, because being outside, smoking constantly with this construction job, I was like, this gotta stop right because i was allowed to do it all the time Mm -hmm. because i was outside you know what i mean like it was brutal well so i've quit that also as well like i had a lot of friends uh that that kind of quit during covid because the math was it's a respiratory disease (laughs) you know well that dude everything moving a mask if i do get this (laughs) yes i want this uh, yeah, why am I doing this? And I've always I've been wanting to quit for such a long time, mm-hmm. anyways. And it's just like waste of money. And it was crazy. The first couple of months of quitting smoking was just like, oh, my bank account just stays the same yes. until I <laughs> until I make purchases that are reasonable, uh-huh. like groceries yes. or you know what I mean, a pair of boots. Uh-huh. Not every day twenty dollars just right like. Crazy. It, it took me so it, so chronologically. So there was the so March. It all kind of came down. March twenty twenty. We were kind of able to work again in May and June, and then it went Thanksgiving. Everything shut down again, and I think it took me until 
January of 2021 or even February, I think, to spend the last $20 that I originally had in my wallet from March of 2020. Like, oh, like physical I think, money? Like I had 80 bucks cash in my wallet. And I think I finally spent that last one. I think it was like an absolute or something like that. Like it was just like, it finally went away. It's like, ah. Just because you had been having to use Had, like could, hadn't been using it. everything was online yeah. purchase or like you know sir if you could uh, use the claw that we have provided to tap your your card so that you can not be near us you know yeah that was that was funny at the start not funny but just like oh I thought it was hilarious the extremities yeah. <laughs> some places were taking and mm-hmm. then just like and then some parts where they were just completely missing it like they didn't realize like. Well, if you're doing all this, this part over here negates everything you've just right, done. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was just so funny watching it. But you didn't want to be because like it's so it's so it's like a delicate line of you want to criticize some of these things and make fun of, but you don't because you're like, I don't want to sound like I don't think exactly this is all real and it's yes. bullshit. Right. Some of it is. Yes. And reasonable people people should be able to joke about it. But you don't immediately you start doing it. I've noticed it with like doing shows again. You start and people in the crowd, you start mm-hmm. to figure out like who's what right away when they yes. start laughing at something. You're like, no, 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 I'm not pro anti-mask <laughs> stuff right. and everything like that. I just think some of the like when the glass thing at Tim Hortons is this big yes. and it's not covering either of our faces, yeah. I don't think that's doing fucking anything. No. Or like the screens that are this big, like COVID hits it. It's like, oh, you yeah. found my weakness. Like, <laughs> but you, I don't want to make fun of it in the sense of people like, yeah, it's all bullshit, right? Pandemic. And you're like, no, yeah. I agree with the majority. It's just some things we, human error gets put into it and we're dumb about it and it's hilarious. Yes. But you don't want to sound like... Oh, it's such a weird. The no, I I completely agree. And the um, what what was the the thing? The um, when whenever I am out somewhere, first of all, the mask thing was never a huge thing for me. Like I am, I am the king of. If this is a small thing that takes me very little time that you want me to do, I am on board. I am the first guy to recycle uh, anything. Right, I am sorting the bins. I'm like, oh, there's a plastic. I take my trash in the theater, out of the theater. Yes, I do the littlest mm-hmm. thing for some. Put my cart back at the grocery yes. store. Like that's yes. what I see it as. It's right. not this like infringement on my rights. Yeah, and like I wanted to explain to people, like I go to like nudist, like naturalist resorts sometimes and perform and stuff, and like right. I like being naked, and I think the body shouldn't be ashamed as it is. And I put on clothes for the majority of like, sometimes cause it's cold, but like, I'd love to just walk around naked, but I go right. to those. Pl- and that I think is less mm-hmm. of like, this is just what I was born with. I right. should be able to do that, but I'm not going to have that. I understand to be in society. Everyone doesn't want to look at my package mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So I wear clothes and I'm a part of this. And dude, it's the same thing with the mask. It's just like, yeah. it's not hard. It's mm-hmm. such an easy thing to do for other people. If you want to be part of society, if you don't go live in the woods, yep. grow your own food, do your own medicine. <laughs> yes. But if you want to be a part of this and the benefits of it, do the little things that you have. To, and people yep. are like, it's a slippery slope. The next thing it's going to, it's going to be what? 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 Exactly. What? Yeah. I, I, Please I tell me what. <laughs> everything else is like a, a, a constriction on us. Like how, like, oh my God, it's right. such a weird, like now is the time you're going to question. It's such a, oh. Yeah. 
getting me all around. Um, well, here's here's the thing. Well, a couple of things to unpack there. One, uh, you are going to find, Bobby, I don't know if anyone told you, the nudist season is drastically shortened here in Ottawa. Um, Ooh, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly. The, that little hand gesture. For those of you who want to know the hand gesture we were just doing, you have to go to facebook.com slash comedy above the pub. Go to the video section. You'll see the amount of uh, space work acting that Bobby and I were doing there. Um, you, are, you are absolutely right about the whole uh, infringement thing. And the if the past election taught us anything is that the People's Party of Canada candidates um, really leaned hard on a Ben Franklin quote that had nothing to do with their agenda. Like, it is the... Uh, the the quote that they kept coming up with, which was the um, if you uh, sacrifice safety for liberty or one of the other two, then you deserve neither. And, uh, and a lot of people go, oh, it's about freedom. Goes, no, that was about taxing uh, t- uh, tax and the military spend. That's exactly what that was, which has nothing to do with nothing this. Nothing to do. When I, I love when, people when you're quoting things. Ben Franklin in Canada. Stop. Just stop. It's just. Yeah, it's just they like it's this thing of like my freedoms, my freedoms, yeah. and it's just this weird thing where it's like, what do you mean your freedoms? Yeah. Like, I don't. It's, what is uh, it's, there? Uh, there is um. Uh, I love to take a tone with people sometimes where you can help normalize something, and it's just when it, and you. I'm sure you've faced. I'm sure you've said it to people about a certain thing where you just like whenever someone's argument comes out, you just flatly just go, you wear a mask. Right. It's like, you know, as uh, it's like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, I don't know that you tip 20 percent like that's <laughs> like you just like just matter of fact, it's like, yeah, you leave five bucks for the chambermaid. Like y- yeah. you just you just look at them like pointedly and like, go, yeah, you wear a mask. Right. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's like that Seinfeld. <laughs> I know it's very different, but it's it's like that episode where Elaine's like, I'm done shaking stuff. And Jerry's just like, oh, yeah. That's that's too much, eh? That's such a yeah. That's such a that's got to stop. It's the same thing with the mask. I want to do to people like, oh, this is, this is just yeah, the worst, eh? Uh-huh. Like uh, I don't get. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I so I was doing this. I don't know if you have, um, uh, if if you have done this. I was trying to find something. I was trying to find this this video that I saw that just really kind of charged just gave me a nice charge. I was trying to share it with someone and I've forgotten it. I don't know if you've seen this one and it was just this guy and the caption on it was, and I believe this is the phrasing and I think this is it, but it obviously isn't because I can't find it in any search engine I have used anywhere. It's this guy just says, when you come up with a great riff and your friend adds the lyrics and it just shows him kind of miming playing a guitar and it's to some girls are bigger than others by the Smiths. And he's just smiling along, enjoying it. And then Morrissey kicks in with it, with the, with the lyrics. He goes, from the ice age to the dull age, there is but one concern. He's just smiling away. I have just discovered. Here we go. And then it kicks into some girls are bigger than others. Some girls. And he, and you just see the guy's face go. like not the lyrics that he wanted for this really, really amazing guitar riff that he had. I've been trying to find it everywhere. And the problem yeah, is we have so many, so I went on to TikTok, I went on to, to Google. I went, I like, I thought maybe it's in my Instagrams. Maybe it's in like, I tried everything and I'm like, maybe he didn't use lyrics. He used words. Maybe it wasn't friend. Maybe that is there. Maybe it's hashtag the Smiths. That's a problematic search these days. Maybe it's been taken down. Maybe, maybe it's been taken down. Maybe that's the easiest thing. But as and I was just recreated it in here. So I did, I did. But but I, in the same way of like telling a joke here of someone else's, 
it, it's butchered. But yeah, it always it feels weird. Even when was, I did that Seinfeld thing, I was like, "Oh, why don't do that? Stop talking!" Right. <laughs> uh, the and by the way, Bobby, please no keep. This is all we do is we review shows in in minute <laughs> details and 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 often uh, inaccuracy. So it's fine. Um, one of the uh, as I was scrolling through, so I was like, maybe it's in my media like media things that I posted on Twitter. So I'm scrolling through that. And over the past year and a half, there has been some weird shit I have made fun of over the past. Have you done that in a while? Just giving yourself a little audit of what you've been doing? Oh, what you've been looking for? Yeah. So there was one, I don't know if you remember this dance of the, the woman who just, uh, 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 who was doing a dance, an anti-vax dance, and she was on the anti-vax side. And ah, the no, rhyming scheme just, was like... just horrible. And it's and it's just it, it provided me yet another example of why right wing comedy never works. It's just they don't know how lyrics work. They don't know how music works. Um, I'm looking at you, Ted Nugent. Yes, um, like all of it. Like they just there's no artistry at all. It just yeah, I don't, I don't watch enough. I guess that that would be interesting because I, I one time I found a religious comedian DVD mm-hmm. at like a, at a like a cash converters which is like a in thunder bay it was this right. uh just like a place where you bring in old shit like a pawn shop yeah and uh, it would have big boxes of dvds used dvds her name was chonda pierce okay and she's this like religious comedian and my friends and i like watched it and we're just like this is and like because we grew up like catholic went to catholic school we got the jokes but it was just like what this is not funny but there's this huge audience for it so it's just this like I always find it fascinating when things that aren't funny but like are funny to someone because it's point of view, and that's what I find so interesting about comedy is that like what is actually universal would kind of just be like clowns and stuff in a sense, or like physical comedy. That's why stuff like people getting hurt is funny regardless of language or belief system. Right. But like for someone to be a comedian and just like 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 right wing comedians, like there's an audience for it, and there's people that. Like, I want to go to a show of a good right-wing comedian and just be... It's like sports. I don't um, like sports. I'm not against sports or think they're dumb or anything. I right. just, like, don't get that, like, yeah! You know what I mean? <laughs> so when I go to a sporting event, I'm watching the people as much as I'm watching the the sport. is because right. it's fascinating, this culture, this sure. environment. So it's the same with comedy of just, like, I almost like something I don't wouldn't find as interested mm-hmm. in as interesting because I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. Um, this isn't, I haven't seen this. You know what I mean? Like, this is wild. Like, I, okay. So I completely get it, but I think, I think I, I understand the argument that you're making. And I make this argument all the time about sports in that, uh, I will watch any sport and I have my collection of sports that I enjoy the most and I will watch them on a regular basis. And you know, to limited success, my teams are, I'm batting maybe fi- 50, I'm betting maybe 500 on my on my teams, my team selections. But um, I will watch any sport in the company of people that truly enjoy that sport, right? It's like anything. So like uh, rugby, I kind of understand it, but I don't. And so I would need someone to go, okay, so why, why are they scrumming now? Why are, why are they in that thing? Because I think I understand rugby and then the referee blows his whistle and then I don't understand rugby. But I... I, I would watch that. I would watch cricket 
in the company of, 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 of people that, that enjoy it. And I've had a friend of mine go, let's go to the fucking cricket. And I'm going, yeah, let's fucking cricket. And then we would go and then I would get the rules off him and stuff like that. Because you know comedy and because you know how comedy works and is supposed to work and what is good comedy, what is bad comedy, you, I think, would be very disappointed in right-wing comedy because you would just go, no. Like, that, I think that's that's the moment that would happen because you understand it and then you go, well, that's a fallacy and that isn't right. That's not even a punchline. That is just... <laughs> but then I see that happen all the time in in liberal comedy or sure, of course. whatever you want to say, like whatever you want to call it comedy. And that's almost worse right? because it's like clapter in that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like there's no punchline to it or it's so... Yeah, we get it. Or like, yeah. yeah, okay, you're you think better than someone, right. or you have a better opinion than something. Like, who gives a shit? But, Where it's like the right wing stuff. When it does that, it's equally as bad. That's why I'm like, I'd want to see someone who's good at it. Right? There's gotta be. It's yeah. just uh, there's no way. Just because we don't like it, we'd like to go. It's all bad. Oh yeah. And it is in a sense that I wouldn't go out and watch it or really pay for it. But mm-hmm. I would want to almost see. I'd like just the same way I go to a sporting event. I'd like if someone was like, "Hey, I got two tickets to so and so." I'd be like, "Yeah, let's fucking go." I would Mm -hmm. be. That's gonna be fascinating. Like, and just see what exactly. And if they're good at it, like, would I laugh at some of the stuff? Because I don't even like like to put myself in a political. And I know people hate that when people say that. Of I don't like to put myself in a political thing. I just feel like I have just avoided politics so much, and I know that's very easy white guy thing to say sure and it is. to avoid it because it's always been under your corner and yes i know all the things that i'm shitty about i have so much guilt i grew up catholic and white I, i'm dealing with it <laughs> constantly like feel bad about existing don't worry uh, <laughs> but it's just like i don't there's some things where it's like people almost have to agree with their political side so much that they'll be stupid about something that they should just think logically or compassionately or mm-hmm. empathetically about right. and they'll put on horse blinders because their political party believes this thing right or fights against this thing or we have to fight against that thing because we believe this and it's this it's a group mentality anytime you're gonna be stupid people in a group and Mm -hmm. it's you have to agree with them because you're your group and we're all wearing the same colors and yeah and that's what i find with sports sometimes where it's hilarious you'll love a guy and then he'll change teams and Mm -hmm. you hate the guy because he changed a jersey but his Mm -hmm. skill level is exactly the same. It's just not for your colors anymore. And that's right. the part about sports I can't get into. And I know there's so much more to it than that. And I'm being very, and I love a good sports like movie or documentary. Sure you do. Like, oh, because yeah. that's where they add, I get the human element. And I yeah. guess that you would get that if you paid attention to sports all the time and you knew the ins and outs of it. But for me, I'm watching it, a random thing. I'm like, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I got no interest in this. But if you give me a documentary and a little story and a snippet of something, I'm like, ooh, this is fucking awesome. Like the the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan one, I watched right. that in like two days. Mm-hmm. And because I was a kid when that was happening too, so it was also something I was like had some memories with because you could not get scooped up when something is just like, I got into basketball when I was a little kid because of that. Right. Space Jam and everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then, yeah. But like I just, the... So that's why I find sometimes with like when people just disregard something with comedy with that, I'm like, that's kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. And also I've seen so much good comedy on the side that I already, not side, but my beliefs. Right. That I want to see some of my beliefs like almost challenge them. Sure. Me. Or be like, oh, I really am glad I believe the things I believe. That was fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> 
as a real jerk. I can't, you know I can't I mean? believe the amount of watermelon I got on me. This is just. <laughs> I shouldn't have gone to that show. I here's the thing, and I I've, I've hit this point as well where I am now finding that I have to watch stuff for homework. And it's and and the, the most recent example being I I skipped one of my assignments and I still haven't done it because I still haven't seen Bo Burnham's Inside Special. I still haven't seen that. Oh, it's, uh, I I very I much know you that. love it because you got a fucking <laughs> piano behind you. Of course you love that bullshit. I'm learning. My girlfriend plays. She's teaching okay. me. I barely can do. I'm learning just to, to cross my fingers right now. Like I'm not like. Nowhere near right. like, a skill. That's not my. I, that's... I love picturing you kind of flipping through Netflix. You're, you're doing a, a Netflix date with the missus, and you're both on the couch, and you kind of flip through, and you come across Bo Burnham's special, and then you play a little bit, and the teaser's playing, and just as it's going, your eyes are ign- just becoming wider and wider, and the jaw becomes more agape, and you're girlfriend's looking at you like this and then she just grabs a remote from you turns it off and goes okay into the cat shitter room you have a lesson <laughs> like just that's the new bobby um i've always wanted to because i love to sing and i've hosted karaoke a lot and yeah. i've done like weird al karaoke at comedy bar a bunch and like i've auditioned for certain musicals and plays mm-hmm. and stuff and so you I love that part. I'm like, I've always just kind of avoided the learning part because I've been lazy. Mm-hmm. It's the same with like, I wanted to write and direct movies, but that took too long. So I can write and direct my own little act on stage and yes. then comedy took over and that became mm-hmm. my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, so, um, the... But inside with stand-up stuff, I like to watch it. It's weird. I like to watch them by myself first. Yes. And not like, like uh, I have to vet it to see if it's worth watching by any means, but it's just like, I like to, cause I'm watching it as a comedian kind of, but also an inside I really like, cause I don't know how to do that stuff. Right. So I got to watch it more as an audience member. And then mm-hmm. I was like, so glad I watched that one by myself too, because it had this effect. He made it by himself. There were moments where you I think you needed to be by yourself because they did some theater showings of it. And I was like, that'd be interesting to see. Yes. And I know you haven't seen it. So this is weird to kind of talk about it, but like, I think it needed to be experienced by yourself the no. way he made it and the way that it was about things and everything. And then my girlfriend and I have watched it numerous times since because the songs are like just so catchy. And I love musical comedy. Like you can't see it, but above me is my Weird Al shrine. Sure. And like Weird Al is like my absolute favorite. Like right. he got me into comedy and like every single album. I've seen him more as an adult than I did as a kid. Mm-hmm. I've went to see him like by myself, met him a couple times at the meet and greets, like, so any good musical comedy like Tenacious D, Flight of the Concords, any of that, mm-hmm. I'm like immediately like, holy crap. And Bo Burnham, I've just watched him grow from like a YouTube person to this like writing this like amazing uh, special that was mm-hmm. also kind of film and just so, so cool. Yeah. Like, so, so I definitely recommend that. It's, I know it's, it's like on your homework. It's scheduled. And, every, and, I, and I hate that thing too if people are like, have you watched this yet? Right. Did you do the thing yet? Mm-hmm. Do, 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 yet? And I'm even more secluded now because I'm reading books and I'm not reading of the moment books. Right. And I'm not a real, I like talking to people I know. So I'm not a good, I'm not good at finding like groups online, like to talk about this book. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm even more out of the loop. I'm like, has anyone read this? And they're like, what? And I'm like, ah, book. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, Bobby, you got to be pretentious. I'm like, no, I just try to read more. Right. I'm getting into <laughs> I just thought you'd like to read about the Christie Pitts riot. That's all. That's all I wanted to, you know, something light. 
you know? Um, I, uh, the, the most recent homework one was, uh, I finished this weekend watching, um, the closer Chappelle. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I watched that one the day yep. it came out. Cause I watched his the day they came out. Cause I mm-hmm. used to really like, be like, wow, this is amazing. And now it's just kind of like an interesting, like, wow, what the fuck? Right. Yes. It, it read, yeah. it read to me kind of like Doug Ford going, but my accountant is Jewish. Like it was kind of that, yeah. You know, and it just felt so like it's so funny because he even addressed it at one point, like I'm rich and famous. But then it's like he never really leaned into that point of view ever of like, right? Yeah, I'm rich and famous, and this group of people is trying to silence me or is mad at me, and right. you're not allowed to. That's that was the weird right. point of view that I was getting from him is that you're not allowed to. To, Which to, is to, false to, to, to because disagree he with anything is. I've said as a comedian. Yeah. If especially if you're in a group that I've made fun of, you have to shut up and take it because I'm rich and famous. Right. And the thing that I was like most like, like a friend of mine, I think either pointed it out or like someone when we were talking about it, we thought about it, where he leaned so much into having this friend Daphne. Yes. And like used your like you just said as this like oh my accountant's this like used her as a uh, as a scapegoat almost. But then at the end, with all the pictures, it was just him with other rich and famous people. Yeah. And not one with her, because I bet you he didn't want to be in a picture with her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm getting this. You used her so much throughout your special, but you're not, you probably wouldn't even have done that. Because right. why didn't, why wasn't there one there? Especially at the end when you said this is for Norm. And I get it. He's a, your buddy. He's, you've worked years with Norm. Like, at the very end of the special, it says, like, for Norm. And it's a picture of him and Norm. Right. Why wasn't it for Daphne, too? If you're right. going to use her for exactly. 40 minutes, basically, you're not even going to be for her at the end. Oh, because, again, you probably don't have a picture with her or of her. But you gave some money, again, to her family. So you're allowed to say these horrible things. And it's just like... yeah. And you're not allowed to criticize because he's the goat and everything like that, where it's just like, I not defended by any means, but the first few specials when he would talk about this mm-hmm. trans material, I'm like, hey, it's an of topic thing. This is his point of view. A couple of them, I was like that. He's thought about this. A couple right. of them, I'm like, that was an easy jab. But he didn't have so much of a special dedicated to it. It seemed like everything was getting a fair Dave Chappelle licking. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Juicy small, yay. And like, I think he talked about Cosby a bunch of more of the specials. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone was getting it. And then this one was like, oh, this is my last one. What am I going to do? Like, oh, right. who was the maddest about stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, it just felt gross. In- immediately, like, what it went into my head was James A. Caster's opener to his special where he defends the trans community and take and takes down Ricky Gervais. Like it was. Oh it was yeah, that. the whole like, yes. and I'm a, I'm a this comedian, and I I can Too do this. Right? Challenging for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, two chat. That's it. The two challenging yeah. for you. Exactly that. Yes. Where it's just like, it's such a fun. And I again, I love, I love a bunch of Ricky Gervais's work. Sure. And it's again, it's like what I was saying earlier about like groups. When you're a political group, or you're a fan of a sport team, or you're this or that. When you're a fan of someone, you have to apparently love everything they say, right? And agree with. Them. And if you don't, you're no longer a fan. Like now that I'm criticizing Dave Chappelle, I'm not a fan of his anymore. It's like, nope, I still love a lot of his material. I just think this was like, and then that's another thing. People are like, you have to not be a fan of his now or else you're pro his jokes. It's like, well, why can't I just disagree with some and 
like others. And then this right. one fully, I was like, kind of like, well, I just left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not, mm-hmm. it's, no, but it's just this weird. And Ricky Gervais, The Office is one of like my favorite TV shows ever. It's brilliant. I watch it, go back to it. Like, and he's so good in it. And like the little subtleties in that show, it's like, I think he's such a brilliant writer and this and that, but it's one of those things where it's like, Two, those two guys are perfect examples of like once you get rich and famous, mm-hmm. you're just so fucking. It's so hard to not see that you're just so full of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and not every it doesn't happen to everybody, but especially when you got rich and famous from saying your viewpoints and your personal point of view, yes. and your name was all over the material. Ricky Gervais was all over the office. Mm-hmm. Even Merchant had a huge hand in it, but he was the face of it because right. he was also the actor. Dave Chappelle, Chappelle show. He didn't write every single sketch by himself, but the way he talks about it yeah. in his specials sounds like he did everything. That's the <laughs> other part that's kind of annoying is that he really harps on just like, every, I, did you wake up and brew the coffee and do yeah. craft services and makeup and costume? No, fuck, man, give some credit to other people right. that helped you make that show. Like, holy fuck, he just he thinks he's a genius. You, you like, wouldn't wake up in the morning and eat a, uh, a Dave Chappelle tuna wrap? Come on. <laughs> Damn right you do. Come on. Yeah. And I know this, like, oh, it's probably not good to say this publicly about we have to choose a side in comedy, but it was just such a, like, it just really seemed like a guy sitting on a pile of Scrooge McDuck or something. Right. Of just like, you said you don't like when I say all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Like, Like, I, I I am all about the, the, the argument of, of reasonable offense. Right. Like where a reasonable person looking at the context of the way a joke is delivered, because there's jokes that are audacious. My favorite type of comedy is is audacious material where, you know, you set a table, you create the context and it's absolutely secure in everyone's mind that you do. You have this point of view as you're tackling this joke. Things can be offensive and funny, but they have to be funny. They have to be funny. Right. And I found in, in that special, there's just a lot of, yeah, so this is my thought. It's like, okay, a, a joke would be great. A joke would be delightful. Exactly. And then when they were, they were the most bottom of the barrel open yeah. mic. Oh, you got an Adam's apple. Right. Oh, your knuckles are dr-. like the most like, oh, yeah. that's the joke that you're going to yeah. use to have this. And then the funniest thing is the people defending him. With arguments that people were bashing Hannah Gadsby for. Yeah, okay, I was just about that to say that. That was mind-boggling. Like, like, he's he's a prophet. He's just, he's riffing at this point. It's a TED Talk at this point. Oh, that's what you said about Hannah Gadsby. Yeah. And you said that it's not comedy. Right. At least her jokes in between her long, and it was that. Right. It was interesting. A lot of it wasn't okay. comedy. It was introspective about comedy, but I found that fascinating. But then her jokes were better, at least, yes. than... His, like, and if you're going to do the comparison thing, which I don't want to, but if you're going to bring it, okay, let's do it. Like, I, and the guy from Netflix brought her up to use her as a defense thing, and she snapped back, like, don't fucking use me as your, oh, you gave me two specials, so that means that Dave Chappelle can say the most horrific shit ever, and then you're right. going to be like, we also gave Hannah Gatsby a voice. It's right. like, okay, so, so funny watching people, sorry, didn't I, mean to no, that. No, 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 I went too far. But, but I was literally about to bring up Hannah Gatsby for, 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 a couple of reasons, and one one that you already brought up. If you look at like the laughs per minute on Nanette, right? It's it is not a strong comedy special. Is it important? Absolutely, because and this is where I have a problem with her is that as soon as I fired up Nanette, uh, she went, "Well, I'm quitting comedy," and I'm like, "Fuck 
I just found out about you, jackass. Now I got, don't give me fucking homework. I'm still trying to get through fucking Bo Burnham. And I got, and I got uh, like five Chappelle specials that are chewing off my fucking spare time now. Jesus. Now I got to go on the fucking YouTube. Jesus. Not via Hannah Gadsby. Um, and the, and the thing is, it's like people were saying, like, "Oh, if you don't like Dave Chappelle, turn it off." It's same with Hannah Gatsby. Yeah, I, the people. Yes. But it's the same thing. People it's... were watch hating both of them. Yes. People turned on Hannah Gatsby special to be like, "I'm gonna fucking hate this," and I just want the points to know how to hate it. And right. same with people turned on Chappelle, being like, "I just want to hate this. This I this guy's a piece of shit." People who three specials ago I watched on my Facebook. People three specials ago that have sworn him off are the first to post about him having a right. new special. So it's like you're literally telling, and I get it. It's mm-hmm. this is what social media is about. People yes. got to talk about it, but it's like let people have their own like. So you, with you, this stuff, but also you, at the same time, it's, let them have an opinion on it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So it's it's okay to have an opinion. It is okay to have every, it, you know, it's like assholes. Everyone's is just, you know, rimmed with shit. So everyone's opinions is that. Um, it, it, we, we have had critics on this show, right? I have had, you know, like um, Norm, Norm Wilner, entertainment entertainment critic. Glenn Sumi, comedy reviewer. Um, they, they have been on here. Um, Dave Schultz, uh, who, you know, is a, a commentator for, uh, for sports and, and, and provides commentary and other, these are people who have dedicated their lives to this and that's their job. And that's what, that's how they make money, right? What social media has put in our hands is this, this fake sense that suddenly we have all the answers and I'll, God damn it. I'm going to put that out there and they're going to know what I think about this Chappelle fella and this Hannah Gadsby nonsense. And what is missing from all of this is the second you post anything on social media, including the, the, the folks I just mentioned, Glenn Sumi and Dave Schultz and, and uh, Norm Wilner, the second you post something on, on, on social media, it means nothing. It means no one gives a shit or should give a shit about what you think. You're doing it for the entertainment of other people. Or perhaps the pain point of other people. I shit on my MPP because she murdered grandparents uh, all through this, uh, this pandemic. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. No one gives a shit. It's just, it's, it's blowing off steam. I like pie. Now we get, oh, someone's in the pocket of big pie, I see. Oh, look at this. That's a, a when I quit drinking a few years back, I also, like. Gave up pie? Posting. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I realized I was posting a lot of times when I was drunk, and just that I was drunk, and that, like, ugh, that, that part of my brain that, that stops those things, I'm like, oh, and I was, you were, I was physically drunk, and then getting drunk off of that. And then when I quit and I was like, oh, I don't even want to po- – I'd write things a lot. I'd write yes. a big hateful thing calling someone out or this and mm-hmm. that. And then I'd be like, delete, not post it. Right. And I've like disappeared off a lot of things or don't argue with a lot of things because I just find it's like exactly that. Like it only matters when someone's agreeing with your thing and yes. then you're like, yeah, my thing matters because this person agrees with me. And we have these sh- this point of view and we're right. We're on the right side of history. And we're on this and chugga, chugga, chugga. Is <laughs> Someone doesn't agree with you. And you're like, ah, fuck you get off my train. You're just like, this like fueled with like so much anger and people think it's not because I'm fighting the good fight. And this person needs to stop and all this. And it's just like, I think a lot of times people, and they disassociate. Cause they don't see the person. So even yeah. if someone does say something shitty, like, 
people think like the Cosbys and the Weinsteins, everyone needs to be taken down like them. And they're fucking everything needs to be like this, where it's like those people needed to be taken down because mm-hmm. like what the shit they were doing was heinous and the level they were at was what was concealing it because of their fame and a Correct. team was around them. Some guy who tweets some sh- stupid shit that is offensive at some place at a restaurant doesn't need his restaurant taken down because you don't like the shitty thing he said. He doesn't have a team around him being hiding his racism or his homophobia or something like that. And it's like, you can let people know, sure. But that's where it's like people think they're, I'm letting people know this guy doesn't, this believes this. So if you don't want to shop there, but they're not saying don't shop there. They're saying this guy needs to fucking not exist. And that place needs to be torn to the ground and this and that. And it's like, holy moly, this. And because you're behind this, you don't actually see people. And then you just, it's your ideas. And you're like this, you sit in your home and you're like, oh, and there's so many people that I was friends with, especially even in this comedy community that watching their online behavior, I stopped being friends with them. And they're like, Hey, why aren't we friends? Like, they they just they disassociate it like oh you're allowed to be a horrible monster online no and then be nice to people face to face and that's yeah, okay yeah. and I'm like no that hurts like yeah. you I, psychopath like I agree with everything you said except for Adamson Barbecue that guy can fuck himself that, that sounded bad because as soon as I was saying restaurant <laughs> I just wanted to think of someone who like has their own business I should have thought of like a paper store yes. or like shop or like oh. a, a flower shop. But there were, no, I shouldn't have said because mm-hmm. I my brain went. Don't say cake shop because people will think right. you're siding with someone who doesn't want to make a gay marriage cake. Right. So then my brain went restaurant. But then it was like, <laughs> oh no, that sounds like I'm agreeing I, with Adam's barbecue. Th- but oh. this is this this is how much I fucked you right there. Like as you're doing it, going, is it Adamson or Adam? What it was it? And so I actually had to look it up, and I literally just <laughs> typed in. I, this is what I typed in: barbecue COVID Toronto. Right there. <laughs> There's. <laughs> That's it. And see, that was the opposite, where he had people using it to be like, right. no, come here and fight politically about some shit barbecue. Like, it's so... Right, right. But and it's to, just for so... To, so to every one of those time. people, to every one of those people, I would just look at them sternly and go, you get a vaccine. Like, that's all you do. <laughs> <laughs> you just... It's so right. funny. If, if, a, if someone, if a family of people came out of the woods... And we're like, we've been living off the land for 10 years. Don't put that vaccine in your body. I'd be like, hey, let's listen to them for a second. Because they've been living off the land and they know what they're doing. But people who have just been living the same life as me are now like, you're going to put that in your body. Are you fucking serious? You eat McDonald's. You go. Are you what? You've you've never done anything scientific or medical in your life. I've had to tell you to put a Band-Aid on. Why are you now telling me not to get a vaccine? Like. Mm -hmm bonkers yeah. like it's such a weird time for people to like wake up or they think they're waking uh-huh. up with their being more of the sheep than the sheep people they think it's it is so bonkers it's like, this movement that's wonderful i'm not putting that shit in my body <laughs> <laughs> i think about the people at those rallies and i'm like yeah but i'm choosing to because it's my freedom it's right. i'm allowed they would literally like I could punch myself in the face and make myself bleed because I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, but you don't don't help me stop punching myself because mm-hmm. I want to. Like, it's what that okay? So those people screaming freedom would be like if it's at the end of Braveheart, except Mel Gibson was strapping himself to the table <laughs> and removing his own organs. Like, yeah. you don't need to tell him freedom. Yeah. Like, oh. Like, 
God. It's like we're, we all walked in on the Jim Carrey and the liar, liar, kicking his own ass. Yes. Like, what's going yes. on? Why Freedom. are you doing this? That's like, what's it's, happening. It's bonkers. Like, I don't understand why now. There's so many other things that you could have been like, maybe we're being controlled, or why is this like this? And right. this is like this. But no, it's now. The whole world, apparently. That's what I love, too, is like the irony that, that these people can't say. I don't know if it's irony or, or I don't know what the proper word is, but people say that we have such faith in the government and trusting the government with these vaccines that they don't realize that they actually have more faith in the government because they think all the governments are connected at once right now Yes, about COVID. Right. And somewhere in Japan and somewhere in India and somewhere in South America and that fucking Alaska and Thunder Bay and Toronto are all got together. And like, they think that the government is way more capable than all of us. We just think they're like, oh, shit, we better do something yeah. about this. Uh, can I? Can I? Don't wear masks. Uh, don't go in restaurants. Uh, here's the vaccine. Uh, take it and then we'll book you five months after. Oh, that's dumb. Oh, okay. You can get it a couple months earlier. Uh, we don't know. Like, they're just a, like us. Like, yeah. they're just people. Like, it's um, such a bonkers way of thinking. If like, you ever hey, have that hey. thought, Bobby, if you ever have that thought, if you just like, like something happens, like you read a book, you read the wrong one, and you go, maybe there's something to this. Maybe it's like, um, <clears throat> just, um, Get yourself a trip to Service Ontario. That'll pound it right out of you. There is no organization in the. I uh, um, I booked I booked an appointment because here's the thing. Uh, I finally um, because Doug Ford said it was bad. Uh, I finally got rid of my red and white health card. Right, I had you were holding on. I had one of those, and he's like, "We're gonna we're gonna shoot people if they don't move on these." It's like, okay, fine. So. Uh, I had sent in all the paperwork when initially when they said, yeah, we'll get to it. I don't know if you read the papers. We got bigger fish to fry right now. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. So they're letting expired things and the whole bit. But now it's at the point like with the QR code and everything is like, okay, now I got to I'm, I'm being hit because I got to call every time I want to do something instead of just going online and booking the thing. So I was able to book an appointment online. You can book an appointment at Service Ontario. And uh, let me tell you. Boy, oh boy, that is like nightclub service in the club you do not want to be in. Like, it is like right <laughs> this way, Mr. Van Allen. Oh, welcome to Stinkies. Like, it's, oh, okay, gross. Um, like, their bottle service is urine. Sure. Um, oh and uh, and just watching everything that they uh, had to do and put, it's like, okay, and then I get this back. Okay, you'll get your new card in four to six weeks. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I don't care how many governments are connected. That is, uh, that is not, you know, it's just uh, such a wild thing to believe, yes. but hey, it's, it's a ride to watch. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> hey, it just looks, I'm certain. Hey, you got a government. That's all you do. You got a government. Um, congratulations on, on your sobriety, by the way. Thank you. you Thank uh, how long has it been now? Been, it was three years back in June. Beautiful. So three and some change now, like almost you, three and a uh, half years. You went through a, uh, a fairly rough patch there, uh, pandemic wise and everything. And I know it broke a few people, uh, that I know. Uh, so congratulations. Glad you're, yeah, th- it was, thank you. Thank you. It was, it was wild. There was a couple of times there where I was almost like, what's the point? But then it was like, nope, nope, nope. Resolve. Nope. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Uh, I will. I will have a steam whistle in your honor tonight. No, I won't. That's. I'm kidding. Um, so where? Uh, uh, 
what what are what shows have you got coming up? What are, what are you what are you working on uh, in the next uh, one? Other th- other than someone's porch, like what are you, what are you uh, working on? I am actually doing a, a show in Armprior in nice. on Thursday uh, through Yucks. So if people are in mm-hmm. the Ottawa Armprior area, they can uh, go online and get tickets for that. And then uh, I'm looking to book some more shows in Ottawa. I'll have a show in November at the New Borough. I did my first one in September mm-hmm. there. Uh, it was great. It sold out, so do Sweet. another one there in November. So if people nice. want to follow me, and they'll watch for that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my album Rock Bottom uh, put out last year in 2020 during the pandemic. Uh-huh. I recorded it in December 2019. Right. Thank God. Yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just under. Wow, I was so happy about that. I was so depressed, and I was like, when the pandemic started, I was like, oh. My friends were like, when are you putting that out? I was like, well, I was supposed to tour with it. I'm not in a rush. They're like, put it out and just get it online and serious, you idiot. I was like, right, right, right. And so, yes. yeah. So it's available everywhere. Bobby uh-huh. Cutoff, Rock Bottom. Uh, it's pre-pandemic jokes and stuff, but they're still funny. Yep. And uh, I've actually been writing a lot, and I hope to, once they can increase capacity a bit, to record an, uh, an album in, like, January. Mm-hmm. They have, like, about half an hour of stuff that I've been working on all pandemic that I got to a good point. Right. So I give myself a few more months to get another 15. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to have a second album out during, just to get it out there. And my, I find my writing is a lot stronger being sober now. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's why I put out that album then. I was a year in, a, in some change sober. So, and then now I've just like gotten better on stage. My girlfriend's even like, oh man, like you, you're way more confident. Yep. Your writing is like in, increased and you're like editing on stage from show to show. Mm-hmm. Like, and when I bomb, I, she's like, it's not affecting you like it used to. You're almost kind of like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> but not like, oh, what the fuck? Like, right. You know what I mean? That beating yourself up way of like, oh, if I only said, it'll still happen every once in a while. I'm not fucking like Terminator here or something. Yeah. But like, I'm finding to get out of that is quicker now rather than like yes. sitting in that of mm-hmm. like, you're this, this, that. Like, right. Yeah. It's good. It's good. And, and like, well, you have always been one of my favorite writers and, and, oh, and, and thank comics. You. And, uh, and even on a zoom show, I was like, oh yeah, this guy fills a screen. Like it's like, it's good. <laughs> and, uh, no, like, and, and it's, uh, I, I, I can, I can totally relate to this. Like, I feel like the writing that I'm doing now is like, it's the, the best writing I've done. And like the, the topics are more challenging and it's, you know, I'm, I'm able to find, um, me in a lot of the jokes more which is nice and so it's i agree with you and like this is um uh i'm also chasing that i i did the exact same thing you did of like oh there's a pandemic get that album out now like it's like (laughs) because i was i was with you i was sitting on it and it was recorded like i think four months before we got locked down and i was like what am i waiting for get this thing around the same time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah dumb and we've both been doing it long enough like it's not like it was like this ancient album that we were dusting off that was like recorded back in 2015 because i did record something with craig fay and he put out his album right i was drinking a lot and there were two shows and i they were half hour each and i was supposed to splice them i'm hammered at this late show (laughs) like like i'm coherent but it's just i don't like it and I, I, so I never put anything out. And then, so I was so glad to, yeah, have it at this one. And same thing. I was like, what am I sitting on this? Let's, let's yep. put it out. No, exactly. Um, so, so it's called Rock Bottom? Rock Bottom. And available, available pretty much anywhere you get your, uh, your funnies. Beautiful. It's on all the, the streaming sites and Amazon and uh, Apple. Just did one of those things where it uploads it on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will, uh, I know who you used. 
<laughs> does it does it rhyme with Wistroblid? No, it's it's oh, a okay. little baby. Oh, <laughs> the CD baby. CD baby. Um, I don't care for that because it sounds too much like Austin Powers. Don't care for it. Um, Bobby, uh, I am so happy that you and I live in the same city once again. Yes, there's, uh, now that I know that. Uh, again, it's probably yeah. I probably had mentioned it, and I just am not online as much as I used to be or anything. So, right. and I didn't really mention it too much other than doing shows here. But then people just think right. I'm doing shows here. Well, okay, so literally that we would have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, like literally, I saw like like through the the postings online, like you know, over the past little while, I was like, oh, Bobby Kanoff is in town. That's pretty cool. Was, okay. And then it's like two weeks later, it's like he's still fucking here. What is, <laughs> is he crashing at his parents or something? Like what's going on? Yeah. And then I had another one. Still after. fucking here. When it was you... sporadic enough that you could be like, is he just bouncing back and forth? Yeah. Or like, he, yeah. Cause it wasn't weekend, weekend, weekend mm-hmm. in a month. It was like, it was like a show, mm-hmm. a couple weeks, show, a couple yeah. I'm like, who books his stuff? This is what I want. Okay. Uh, where do people find <laughs> yeah, you well, online? Have to hang out. Where do people find you online, Bobby? Uh, I don't do Twitter anymore because I just hate filled area. I'm on there, but sure. <laughs> Instagram, uh, Bobby Knuff and Cats. Okay. And my puppet Andre has his own Instagram. Let's see, pu- let's see Andre. Uh, he was very disappointed I haven't brought him out the whole time until oh, the end. He's well, I don't find it disturbing at all that you're referring to him in the third person. That's, oh, uh... he's, my, he's a good buddy. I do most of it just at home for me, but I'm starting uh-huh. to do it more. Oh, now I am yeah. troubled. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> that is wicked. Yes, I'm Andre. You um, can follow me at, at Andre the Alien on Instagram. <laughs> New to Earth and from out of space. Uh, living with this guy, he's got a all right stand up career going. But uh, <laughs> I travel a lot, and you can check me out online, Andre the Alien. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you're probably like, why didn't we book this guy as a guest? This, well, okay, he's gonna have a lot of stories about space, but no, we'll talk to the guy who had a drinking problem. Okay, um, no, okay, so right, Darcy, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking an Andre and Randy Feltface roast battle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, let's bring them in. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, he wants to do more, more stuff. I'll, he wants to do more stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have I have no problems bringing the uh, my my felt fans in there. So yeah, yeah, we are no strong. We're no strangers to the felts uh, on this. Yes. Uh, on, on he's this from Planet Felt. Show. He can talk all about it. It's there great. we go. Uh, <laughs> ooh, we definitely need Randy here on that one. Um, all right. Bobby, thank you for being here. Uh, hang out for a bit. I'm just going to close off the Facebook feed, and then we'll take the picture and do the intro, and we'll say goodbye, and we'll get actually more personal details so I can figure out where the fuck you live now. That's fun. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks so much. It was a blast. Uh, Darcy, where uh, where do people find you? Uh, Definer on Twitter. Yep, like that's Bobby, right. I don't post there at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram, Monty Indarcy. Monty Indarcy. Both of you, and I'm the only one in here without a cat-based... Instagram feed. Well, you don't have a cat. I don't. I do have cat P, but that's this, and that was a backronym, and I'm already confusing myself. Okay, so, um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Thank you to the Facebook people for coming on. If you want to, if you want to see some of uh, the things, oh, if you want to see Andre, 
If you want to see Andre, make sure you go to facebook.com slash comedy above the pub, go to the video section because that's where this is, and you'll be able to check that out. Uh, in terms of uh, my dates, albums, and things like that, and uh, where to get a hold of me, well, you can do so at, at Hey It's TVA on all the socials. Uh, you can follow, uh, that's me personally, you can follow this very podcast at CATP Podcast. That's right, folks. Cat P. Um, make sure uh, while you're in iTunes, picking up Bobby's album, Rock Bottom, and uh, my albums, Really, and Butterflies, you go to the podcast page for Comedy Above the Pub, and you know the drill. Five stars, talk shit about us in the commentary. Five stars, shit about us in the commentary. Uh, uh, in between seasons, we will be reading out those comments, so fire them up. Five stars, shit about us in the commentary. Um, in terms of shows, I did mention it already. I telegraphed it. Uh, write them up. Uh, Wednesday, October 20th, 9pm is going to be there. You go to at Write em Up Show on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, you can get all your details there. Five comics perform. I read out the roast jokes that are being written by a team of writers while they're performing. It is the funnest show on the globe. I don't do it while they're performing. I wait until afterwards. It is great. Bobby has done it. Uh, it's been... He it, it was great. And so you'll be able to see it too. Um, Alright, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of uh, Bobby Knopf, the no longer erstwhile Darcy and myself, when you listen to Cat P, you're in for a good time. Jimmy, you are always the podcat. Lately, lately, I find I rush. Can't piece together the sun.